Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here with Chris Valente. Chris, hello, my friend. Happy New Year, Rob. Happy, happy New Year. How was your New Year? Did you do anything? What did you do? We haven't recorded a podcast in like two weeks. We have not. My my parents came up from New Jersey for a week. They took the test, quarantined, came up. We did the same the thing. We did the same thing. Saw the kids. Um... You know, it was weird. It was like we FSM closes down for two weeks, but it didn't feel like a break because I was still in the place I was at every day. (laughs) I just didn't sit down on my computer on Zoom all day. But and then going back to work on Monday was odd. I was like, I'm just going to go back downstairs now. To the basement. Yeah, no, it was a bizarre break. Um, it was good not to be on Zoom. My back felt much better for not sitting in a chair all day, every day. Foam roller, man. Foam roller. I got one. It's right there. I do it regularly, but uh, no, it was good. It was good. It's um, and then I, I feel like more so than typical, people fired back up. Pretty, I had a pretty busy week, uh, pretty responsive week too. So that was positive. But uh, yeah, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. Here we are. Uh, yes, same. Um, that my uh, was able to see my parents and my two of the three of my sisters, and we. To, all took a test. Did you do the rapid test or like, or the one they like shove up your nose? So my test, so I did the CVS where you dr- you go through the drive through, you do it yourself, swab, drop drop it in, and then they put your results up on on the, your file like a couple days later. So you do it yourself in CVS. You drive through. Got it. They went to the uh, we went to McCoy Stadium, the state tests, and they jammed it up to your brain to make sure that make you uh, tear up. Uh, mm. But it was fine. Right, all the it was fine because it was a negative result, That's, but we all did the uh, we all did the test and we saw it. Amy's family saw my family, so it was, um, it was really good. It was really it was it was. It was how was Christmas? How how was Maddie with Christmas? It was fine, right? She was great. She was the first time that I think Santa kind of was, uh, you know, the biggest so far. Yeah, but like I had my parents on Zoom. I had like the iPad out, and like. Um, yeah, yeah, no. I'm and like sweeping we, across. It took us, I don't know, nine hours to open all the presents because they hit. The, they're like, oh yeah, I'm good, I'm done. Like you're <laughs> like, okay. There wasn't a ton um, underneath a tree, right? So like, because usually like my family's over and like, so it's presents for everybody, 
it was like, yeah, there's a good amount of stuff here for Maddie, and then Nolan is yeah, he has no four months. Yeah, he has no idea, right? So it's like, why well, get him anything? Did I tell you what I got, Amy, or what Amy and I got each other? No. Uh, we needed a TV upgrade, so we bought a new TV. Oh, hey, that's, uh, there you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So we didn't even you s- exchange gifts. We just did the TV. So you saw my my um, Christmas issue. Uh, remind me of the Christmas issue. Uh, we had a lasagna. Oh, the lasagna thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what happened? You just, like, missed? No, Rachel took it out of the oven, and it snapped. The, the, the handles, the ceramic handles, snapped. So, so she's like holding thing, it this and the uh thing snapped and it fell on the ground. And it hit and it hit the crane it, it burned her arm. She had two burns on both oh her arms. Oh my god. It hits the ground, hits the it hits the tile. It literally explodes. Oh my all god. Over that all over the ceiling under the cabinets. It was like a murder and like her her, her dad was who was over for Christmas was very disappointed. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> He was looking forward to that lasagna. I almost grabbed a fork, but yeah, why not? If it didn't like five second rule, it yeah, it, we saw so he used a snow shovel. <laughs> I guess you can't eat bag. off of a snow shovel. No, no. So we scooped it off with a snow shovel, and um, luckily we she she typically makes enough food for forty five people, even though we only had six. Yeah. Um, so there was still plenty. Of, we had a ham, and her gluten free lasagna, but the 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 real lasagna. She was more upset Gonzo. because of how much time she spent making it. Because it's not, it takes forever to make, right? Yeah, right. Uh, I st- and oh, for Christmas Eve, I stole a, a book out of your a playbook from you. Oh, which is? I went and got some. So it was just her and I for Christmas Eve. Yeah. It was just Rachel and I. We did uh, Serpent Turf. Oh, I loved it. I love it. Good for you. Good for you. We yep. did. Little- Amy and I did the same thing. We did uh, Meatless uh, Christmas Eve. We did. Well, we did Serpent. We did uh, Steak and Lobster Tails. Yeah, we uh, I got a couple of lobsters or one lobster, oh. a couple I don't know for Christmas Eve and um, I don't know we we uh, scallops I think we had scallops. So almost ruined. I go to fire up the grill. Don't won't turn on. I'm like I know I have propane. Like I, this propane tank I got at the end of the summer. This should be blow up. up. Not working. I'm like oh god no. Like so this is like nine o'clock now. Like we still haven't even eaten because we were out and we have put the kids to bed. Like, what are we going to do? Like, I have to cook the steaks inside, the lobsters, whatever. I'm like, that, I just remembered I had another propane tank under my fire table. Went and got that. It was like, let's give it a shot. Luckily, it kicked on. Otherwise, Christmas Eve, we would have had these two really nice steaks and lobster tails just sitting there. Or I had to cook them Inside. in the oven, which ne- that's ne- not never is good. Never is good. Not ideal. Not ideal. Never so, but Christmas is over. Christmas is over. New Year's is over. Um the world is in 2021. I don't think I've ever seen in my life people posting and such. It was like, I can't wait for 2021, 2021, get 2020 out of here, 2021, 2021. I think we want to talk on this podcast. All right, it's 2021. Uh, you know, now what? Now what? Now, now what? It's like, how do you turn the page? How do you kind of re-engage, I guess? I don't know if it's re-engage, but like... We kind of get you gotta proverb get your proverbial shit together, right? Well, it's it's weird because, like you mentioned, everyone was just itching for that change of the calendar. That gotta get rid of twenty twenty, gotta get rid of twenty twenty, and yeah. like you said, now twenty twenty one's here. What does that mean? What does that really mean for you? Like, what are you gonna do with it? We're not gonna talk about resolutions. No, resolutions suck. Here's why I think they suck. Is there all this like? 
I'm going to do this in the future, but with no concrete like goals and objectives to it, right? So if you're going to set a resolution, you're really going to set concrete goals that to get to wherever you're trying to go, right? Like if your resolution is to get a job in 2021, great. But you've got to set the goals. What are the goals? How are you going to accomplish that goal? If not, you just have this thing. I want to be a freaking millionaire in 2021. But that's the same as you saying, I want to get a job. That's my resolution. I have no plans to be a millionaire, right? You've got to go put the time, effort, energy, the the, the work in behind it. See what I'm saying? No, the resolutions, that's why people like who start weight loss programs January 1st, they don't work. Yeah, gyms love January, right? They do. Not this year. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, no, look, everyone for 2020, for the main, most part, specifically in our industry, went through some tough times. No doubt about it. We've learned a lot about ourselves. We did self-evaluations. We figured out what we like, what we don't like. You you felt we dealt with adversity. How do you, how you just kind of, you learn a lot about yourself, right? So I, th- yeah, you did. So, but I don't want to uh, poo poo, if you will, resolutions. But we're just going to call it something different. We're not going to call it a resolution. We're not going to call gonna... it a resolution. So, what do you want to call it? We, I mean, you got to have, so if you're going to have your goals, I guess. I think a plan of attack. Let's have a plan of attack for 2021. Right. All right. So, if you're going to have a plan of attack, I think you've got to set lofty goals, right? Your plan of attack. You're going to set a lofty goal. I want to do something big in 2021, right? Some self-reflection. I think over the holiday, I mean, you and I talked for an hour pre-podcast about some self-reflection stuff, right? So there's some self-reflection that you've got to do, but then I think the next step is, okay, if um, getting an internship is the internship of you um, is my goal for this year or moving up from my uh, entry-level job to the kind of next-level job. Perfect, right? Agree with you. Let's do it, okay? Let's do it. What I would do is take out my little pen that I've got right here, and then I'm starting to write down a, I don't know, a flow chart of, like, that's the goal. Now work backwards from there. How am I going to go do that? Say I'm in... Uh, let's just give an example of like, all right, I want to go on to uh, the brand side and I want to be there. I'm with a team or I want to, uh, or pick something else, right? I want to go work for a core four team. Um, how are you going to do that? What are you kind of, what steps are you going to take to do that? Right? Like, okay, what I'm in college, what people, what alumni work in those things, work in those areas in that I want to work in. I want to write them down, Right. And then who am I going to go talk to? And I'm going to go reach out, reach out to them. And then when I get that reach out and I get that, inter- when I get to have that informational interview, what am I going to ask? Right? So now you've taken your lofty goal and you start breaking it down in bite-sized chunks, right? I just think if you weren't able to come out of the past eight months with just some clarity and just a different attitude on how you're going to approach this, like let's just call it what it is like 2021 just take the 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 bull by the horns and go for it like look what could happen in the blink of an eye like don't sit around thinking pondering just go for it right like like make it happen how are you going to make what you want come to fruition you want your dream is to work in sports your dream is to be xyz title go do it like 
there's nothing stopping you other than yourself. Like there's really not like, and so many things can change at the blink of an eye to sit around worrying about the what ifs. Did you ever think about when you entered 2020 right before that, when we and I were doing this, that we're like, Hey, a pandemic is going to shut down my industry. No, you can't plan for stuff like that. People consistently, every time we have these information interviews, we talk to them. They're always like, well, what if, what if I go there and I don't like the jobs? Like if you don't like the job, then you just get a new one. You change it. Like stop playing the what if game, stop holding yourself back and really answer the question. And we talk about this, like the why answer. Why are you doing this? Why are you going to move for this specific industry? You better have a damn good answer, not just for yourself, but when someone asks you that question in an interview and it should flow off your tongue so easily because you should have an answer so buttoned up. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. I had an information interview today and we dove into that, the why. Tell me why you want to work in sports. And once I challenged him to go deeper, it was amazing. The answer he eventually gave me, I was like, that's your answer. So that you is why me, you want to work in sports. Now you got me curious. Talk about your informational interview. So a good listener, uh, Jesse, uh, reached out a while ago. He's talked to a couple of our colleagues. Wanted to discuss corporate partnerships. Goal is to work in corporate partnerships. Again, I asked the question because I'm going to, I challenge everybody now. Why? Why? Why do you want to work in corporate partnerships? Got through all that. And then I said, look, you can work in corporate partnerships in any industry, right? You can go sell stuff. You can do brand partnerships, not necessarily in sports. Why do you want to work in sports? And he initially went to like, you know, brand experiences and making those things happen for a brand in sports. I was like, okay, that's not the reason you want to work in sports. I was like, there's no way that is the reason you want to do what we do every day, wake up every morning, sacrifice what we do, work nights, weekends, to be able to create brand experiences for other, like that's not the reason. And we eventually got to his answer of the memory he has from something that did back with, he's a Red Sox fan, went to picnic in the park with his dad when he was a kid, had catch with his dad on Fenway. He got to be an intern for an organization a while ago and he was completely upset the day he had to leave that that feeling that he had, he wanted to replicate for other people in this industry. I was like, and he said it's so much more articulate than me, but because it, it was from him, it was his answer. I was like, would you tell someone that of your answer versus like, I played sports, I was a high school baseball player, or I'm a Red yeah. Sox fan. You've shown that person, you get it. And like, that's what this industry is about, is making society better, making people's experiences in life better, Forgetting the shit that we saw happen today for eight hours on CNN by no. going to Fenway Park or, right. or Yankee Stadium and being part of a, a community where you just feel like you're six years old again. That's it's, the special part of this business. They, uh, You know who I think, um, he's a magician with words, is... Uh, Charles Steinberg, when we when I interviewed, I don't know if it was in the interview or if this is just things that he talks about at work, he calls it the baton and the wand. The baton being like we're gonna all work through this together, and you know let's let's lead, uh, and let's let's all let's work together for a common goal. The wand being the magic that sports brings, taking somebody out onto the field, having a catch. Taking the corporate partner, you know, uh, whether it's kid or uh, taking one of their initiatives and making it so much larger, right? And that's the wand that sports has, that the memories that are created, the feelings that are created can't be replicated if you're selling, I don't know, TV ads, right? 
It just doesn't work that way. Um, and I always thought the baton and the wand was a good descriptor of that. It's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good analogy. And that's the, the people on the outside who listen to this podcast who want to be on the inside, that's where you need to go deep inside yourself and answer that question first to yourself. Not, not because you think it might be cool to work in sports. That's not a reason to go do something like, Oh, it might be cool. No. Tell me why you want this and tell yourself first. Like that's going to make your sound so much more authentic when you answer that question, because you always, no matter who it is or what in your job it is, someone always asks you that question, right? Yeah. Why do you want this job? Why do you want to work for X, Y, Z? And if you come back with a canned answer, you just go into that pile of, eh. if you come back with an authentic, true answer that people can believe because you believe it. Yeah. Right. That changes the whole entire perception of you as a candidate. Yeah. I, no matter what, authenticity matters. But I think you've got to sit and think with the why, right? Like, why are we doing this? And I think 2021 is the way to answer the why, right? Because we've overcome some adversity. We're, you know, I guess you can see the light at the end of the tunnel of overcoming the adversity. And now it's time to put your why into reality and trying to get those, uh, get that position. Uh, get that opportunity to put your why at work. Why to, put your why to work? Hey, there's another T-shirt. Uh, so, speaking of like, T-shirt, you, uh, look at this new gear. Look at this new the, gear. I don't have any. Well, I haven't got Red any Sox swag. hoodie gear. Yeah, I've got no swag. Nike. This is good stuff. It is good um, stuff. I have no swag. I have no. And the Red people Sox listening swag. on the podcast have no idea what I'm talking about. They'll see it now because now we have. Oh, we should actually talk about that. We we do have some help on our social media. Welcome to the front office features family, Alina Nunez. Yes. San Diego State, Alina Nunez. Our great partners at San Diego State. We've worked uh, closely with them. And Alina uh, is taking, uh, is making our social media, uh, bringing it to the 21st century. Uh, sorry, Michael. Sorry, Michael. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Mike, I, you were great, right? Uh, no not, not, no uh, put down You're to, fired. to Michael Scott. You're fired. You're fired. Uh, but uh, Alina has it's just starting, and we're she's going to be helping us with the with the social side of this and the digital marketing side uh, of this. And I'm already I'm I'm pumped for it. It's going to be mutually beneficial. Uh, we've already seen a vast improvement in terms of the quality of graphics and engagement things that she's put out there that you and I tried to do <laughs> we can't do. So yes, very happy to have Alina on board for we. Well, here's the thing: you and I set out and said. 2021, we need to work on front office features social. Right. We looked in the mirror and said, you and I, one, don't have the time to do it. Two, don't have the capabilities of doing it. We can admit when we don't have a skill set. We went and found someone who does. We didn't just talk about it. We did it. Yeah. And that's where, like, I feel like you've done this a lot. You probably have a lot of informational interviews with people who are, they tell you a great story or they say they're all the right things, but they don't actually act upon it. And... Why is that? So do you not really want it? And like, if you're listening to this podcast, you clearly have an affinity for this industry in some capacity. What What is it that gives you the the initiative to listen to you and I talk about this for now over a year and a half, still coming back, he listened to us talk. You're chasing what dream? Why are you not just going and making it happen? And I know that sounds easier. Like, oh, well, of course I take oh, a job. Oh, fine. Right now. Let me Jack just get a job. Thanks, Jack. Uh, yes. Like, <laughs> yes, I understand it's a pandemic. 
and I understand our industry still got like a little bit tumultuous couple months ahead of it. But now that we have that light that you just mentioned, you should be doing everything, everything within your power to separate yourself from that pack and not be that lottery team. Amen. A- a- amen. I think now's the time. And I think that also uh, swings into my, uh, into the next thing I, I, I really want to talk about. I feel like these, those Worcester Red Sox jobs that we're hiring for is a perfect real life case study of what we talk about. Cause I'm seeing it each day. So, I mean, it's, it's w- playing out in real time because we, you have a case study that's hard to find right now, which is a job opportunity that people are specifically right. applying. So for. we have corporate partnership services job, 300 people applied. That's, uh, how many sponsor, how many would you typically get paw tuck? Like how much would you typically get in a normal non pandemic minor league baseball team? 50, 75? Yeah, I call eighty to eighty to hundred. But I'll say this. The candidate pool's way deeper. Like it is legit. No, I'm saying now, yeah. Now it's crazy. Before it was like, ah, eh, maybe I can turn them into something. Uh and then the ticket sales team, we we we've got two hundred people for that. And that's always the hardest one, is like you know, it's it's not an easy position to fill. Uh, and they got 200 people for that. And I'm seeing it play out here. Can I tell you something that bugs me? Oh, yeah. That bugs Let's me. Let's go. Bugs Rob. Let's bug Rob. Let's bug me. Dear Rob, I wanted to get an update on my application status. Thanks, person. Have they, have they interviewed or they just No, applied? they just... Like that's their creative follow-up email. Like we say like, Hey, follow up with the person. I don't care about your application status. Tell me why you're better than the 299 other people. Yes. Right. Like (laughs) application status. Who gives a shit? Tell me Uh, about uh, it's in the pile with the other 200 people. There's your status. Tell me, do be the guy with a T chart, right? Like I don't have this experience, but boom, I'm going to put a T chart together and say, you want this? I've got this. You want this? I got this. Right? This is the separate yourself side of it. And there's been some people who have been very good. And we were uh, answering questions on uh, Instagram, right? We did, uh, thanks to Alina, uh, we were answering questions on Instagram. And one of the questions was, hey, I applied for a job. What's my follow-up email? I've gotten a few follow-up emails. I don't really care about them. Maybe I'm cold-blooded. I don't really care about them. <laughs> what would make better sense, to me at least, is have one of your references, if you will, reach out to me and say, yes. I've got hundred percent. this person applied for your job and I'm the vice president, director of sales. I'm the director of corporate partnerships. I'm their internship uh, coordinator. I don't know. But if that person says, hey, go check that out. Personally, and I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent. Personally, I will go do that. If the applicant sends me a note, I'm going to go without anything like, hey, I'm really excited to work for the Worcester Red Sox, or hey, it's you know kind of normal. Then I'm like, eh. So the question I always get about that, to what you just mentioned with the reference, is it does it have to be someone like – if, if you called me and said, can you write a reference for me to so-and-so, let's call it Jake. If I don't know Jake, should that person still reach out? And the answer is 1,000% yes. Yeah, right. I agree. 
like it doesn't matter if that person knows the other person or not. If you can get someone to, on your behalf to send a note for you, if you wait for your references to be used at the end of your process as reference checks, you're not using your references right. Right. The reference check, the one of the most ridiculous things of all time. Oh, right. It's like no. the, the references of like, you? okay, you have six references. Let me call them. Hey, uh, person, what do you think? What are they going to do? Tell me that you suck. Of course not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. That's not how the, so like uh, references, if they really cared about you, they'd be getting you on the front end, not the back end. The back end references stupid. available upon request too late, too late. Like I don't too late. So I said on my, on the Instagram, I did a little live thing. Uh, not the live thing. I don't know. You press the button and it works. Uh, this is why we have a social media. <laughs> you person. sound sophisticated. You press the button and it works. <laughs> it, but that's what happened. I pressed the button and it worked. Um, that's what I, I just think that it, it's the time where you say, all right, reference. All right. Somebody, if you say this person's really good and for these reasons, right? They generated X amount of revenue. They were the friendliest person that I've ever worked with. They were the, provided the best customer service. Um, they are the hardest worker, and here's six reasons why. They did these different projects. Way more impactful than you saying, totally. look at the projects that I did. Totally. Right, because there's a million people that did projects, but if you have someone say that for you, for me, it just speaks louder. Well, because, yeah, and you're mentally in your mind, when you get that email, you're like, this person went out of their way to do this for this person. So yeah, they, they must they really care. Like, right. No, and that if you, uh, everyone listening, if you're waiting to use your references to the end, you're not using your references the right way. Right. Because uh, references I, upon like, I, request, I told, I'm not going to oh request my God. you. Even if they're listed, I'm never calling that person from your resume before well, I ever, like, it, the, the how many people have you ever called that was listed on a resume for a reference? Just so one of the things her. that happened to me, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you. There was a person way back in one of my offices. I don't want to uh, – uh, Don't say it. They, I don't, don't want to re-record this. I don't want to re-record <laughs> this. But they were applying for a job, right? And they would list a reference. I was one of the references. They didn't uh, tell you. And they did – no, but they told me and it was fine. It was doing this whole thing. You know what the uh, employee uh, perspective employer did? Called one of the co- looked up the pe- uh, people online. Called one of their colleagues out of the blue, and was like, "Hey, what did you think about this person?" They got That's the real right. answer from there. That's not right, though. But they you got the real answer from them. I know, but I don't. I don't think you should do that. Well, that's the team. That's the team thing. I've never done that before. But I'm just no, saying would, that's I, what happened. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. I feel like that's just. It's kind of. I don't know. That's kind of weird. It was, but but anyway, I've never seen a resume and said. Here's my three references. I'm going to call them before any other reason I've ever talked to this person. I even told the whole someone thing. who works for me. Go ahead, go ahead. Do not, do not go through your because they're going through an interview process right now. Do not go through your interview process without me letting me send an interview, I mean an email on your behalf to the person that you want me to send it to. Right. Do not wait till the end of the interview. Do not wait till your second interview. Don't wait till your third interview. Get in with your references immediately to put it in these people's minds. This is someone that's worth our time to invest in to keep talking to. There's, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Yeah, the, uh, I, 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 I thoroughly agree. I think that you got to use your references, use your, the whole network thing, right? Uh, What's good, what good is it if you're going to use it at the very end? You've already gotten to the point without that person, right? Like, that's right. The whole, like you don't need them anymore. Yeah, so I, uh, the reference thing is, is interesting to me. And I'm starting to get the, 
the follow the email follow ups of like, uh, where's my application status? I mean, buddy, you're not applying Pending. to be a re- line re- cook just, in the re- concession re- plan. Pending, pending, Pen- yeah, pending. Uh, um, so let's talk about the. But let's talk about this job. Bro. Let's go deeper in this. So, what if other than the T T T T chart guy, what else have you seen that's gotten people to the front of the line without being obviously too specific because you can't give away too many. What's gotten to the front of the line is definitely people who have reached out on behalf of someone. There was one person that had like four people reach out and it was like, got it, got it. I, I get I get it. This person is good, right? Well, but, it, but it works. You're in. But it works. 100%. The person's in. The person is in. The person is but in. It, right. And here's the other thing, guys and gals. The reference is never going to be able to get you the job. You still got to go do it, right? Right. Like, we can set you up, but it's your job to close it. Like, that's... I agree. There's... Unless the person is the owner's son or daughter or some crazy, ridiculous connection that very rarely do full-time roles get hired because of someone tells someone to do this. They They can get you in the door from an interview perspective, but they're not getting you the job. No matter how wonderful a recommendation I write you, you still have to... Go and close it. Yeah, so that's what's brought people here. We're just starting first interviews. I'll be interested what happens in the second interviews. Well, that's where people need to separate themselves again. Like this is, yeah, it's this and is, I, look. I get it because we were probably at that age when you because most of these people I'm assuming are young twenties, right? Uh, most of them, yeah. Yeah you feel like you don't want to overstep your boundaries. Like you don't want to feel like too pushy and you don't know, like, and you don't want to do that either, but there's a fine line between squeaky wheel, right? Like kind of gets things done versus sitting back and just hoping for the best. If you sit back and hope for the best, ain't going to work. Not when there's 300 other applicants or 200 other applicants, you got no shot. Zero, zero point zero shot. The other thing I have noticed too, there's been some people who have worked for us, Right, I think I, t- I said this in the last one. That were really good. There's also some people who have worked for us that took it too casually. Um, they would shoot the per- uh, a text message, "Hey, you gonna interview me?" And it's like, "Whoa, brother!" <laughs> Wait, what? no, they would they would just text you, "Are you gonna interview me?" Yeah, right. Like I want that job. Or oh, like you were a. Oh, like we're for, like we're like you know we used to work for like they were an intern. Yeah. Yeah, their yeah, internship yeah. ended. Now there's this full time role that they're applying for, and they no, want. No, no, no. And they no, just, no, no, they no, text no. me like casually like that, and I get high horse Rob comes out occasionally, uh, and maybe this is another time where I get on my high horse and be like, "No, this is not how we're going to do this, right? You're not going to text me. I want that job. I want a million bucks." Yeah, no, that's that's that that's not the right approach. No. You can text someone. You can text someone and say, "Hey, I saw you posted X Y Z. I'd love to talk to you more about that. I'd love to learn more about the position. Um, That's okay. To see if you think I'd be a good fit. That's okay. I, I want that. In job. all honesty, I will return that text or I will turn that call. Let's get on the phone and we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And the answer okay. might be no. Right. The answer might but be you- no. I had to tell one of our great interns, one of our great interns of all time, one of the positions that he applied for, not fit for you. That's okay. That's okay. Let me, but we talked about it and he handled it in a uh, 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 professional way. 
No, I mean, and that's that's going to be the situation for a lot of people. It's like sometimes you might be the best person, but it's just not the right role for you. And that's okay. Like we're trying to do you a favor too because you don't want to just take a job to take a job. It's not going to work for anybody. Yeah, right. Right. Um, you know what we got to do? You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. This reminds me of something. We got a new ad we got to read. Ooh. Right? I'm, 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 and I'm actually excited about this one. Uh, there's other ads that we've read that I absolutely hate, but I really like this one. Okay? I think gonna, I think we all know which gonna, ad that I can't stand. Yeah. It's, the, it's, three, it's three and a half minutes long. Well, no, I it's skip like ahead a, 30 seconds. I keep hitting skip ahead, and it's like. It's Costanza's. It's, it's Costanza's, right? We're all going to be latex salesmen. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I want to tell you a little about Blue Wire Hustle a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive uh, personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, hopefully that's us, access to our community Discord, and uh, an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. Chris, I think you and I should do this. Um, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, and on top of that, uh, we'll Does help it teach you... you how to hit record before you start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll help you get your show pushed. Hit record. <laughs> uh, item one: uh, hit record. Item two: get a microphone. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll help you get your show pushed out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for just 15 bucks a month, the same rate as any other hosting site uh, would charge you for their initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door uh, to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited. So get your application in today to apply Go to bwhustle.com backslash join. Check out the description box uh, in our episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. Isn't that a cool program? It's really cool. I mean, Kevin Kevin Jones. He talked. Did he talk a little bit about this when we interviewed him? He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, they're they're they're. They've seen that there's a lot of people out there looking to do this. So why not set up a system to help people out? It's affordable and you get to learn. And we talk about like doing a podcast 
even though we make it look easy because we're we're a bunch of adults um, sometimes, but it's not that easy. This and it's is a time a, commitment, and it's it's it, you need to you need to put a lot of effort into it from a time perspective. I would say for me, it's not so much the time like here tonight. Like that time's fine. Not this time. This time's this talking recording the podcast is the easy part. It's the social media stuff. It's what are we going to post? What are we going to do? Uh, the the graphics, the videos, the all that kind of stuff is way harder than I thought. And I also think too the time, you know, us getting interview guests. Also, that's tough. Yeah, time is like, you know, I told you today I had a my first thing was nine o'clock in the morning. Nolan's uh, four month checkup appointment to five o'clock today was literally every single minute was uh, chock full of a meeting or a Zoom or something like that. I mean, lunacy. It's and we're not even back to where we have games. <laughs> right. So like. Finding and it's also finding and coordinating time with the guests to record the podcast, let yeah. alone reaching out to them and ask them. And then, you know, then so, mil- right the, now schedule it. <laughs> oh, good, good point. Um, so anyway, coming out of this, uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up with you that we haven't talked about offline. Maybe we should before talking about it online, but who cares? We'll see. One I'm of the. Po- oh, sorry, I was just posting on Instagram for us. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I figured it out. I'm still, I, you guys were, so before we get into that, you guys were literally sending text messages, you and Lena on this text chain yeah. about we're getting these questions and respond. I'm like, I'm clicking. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't see any, I don't see a message, a question. Oh, we just got a good answer. I'm like, what are you? And Rob's like, oh, I'm answering these. I'm like, I was pressing the button and it worked. But what? I was like, I can't find it. I had no idea where it was. I'm like, Rachel, what are, what are, what are they talking about? And. Uh, as I gave up after. I was like, all right, Rob's doing it, so we're fine. But anyway. Anyways, sorry. one of the things I think on our podcast we should do is brainstorming here with you. We're going to have a live brainstorm. I think we should have a sports business feature, some sort of sports business topic that has come up that we just talk about. Might not have anything to do about getting jobs or you know how to you know phrase your cover letter. But I do think I've gotten some feedback about like, I'd like to hear your uh, take on what's going on in the sports business world. And it might be, you know, one thing one week, the whole episode might be just yeah, we, reacting we to the sports business, right? So um, We used to do that a lot. Yeah, and I think we should have, not a segment, if you will, or, or well, a bit, yeah, or a bit. But I do kind think... of give a behind the scenes of probably how, it, without maybe sometimes even knowing, like our take on how it either yeah. came to fruition or... Right, I, I, I think that would be good. And I think, too... I wanted to get your take on this because I think you have the most intimate knowledge of this is NHL uh, with their schedule, but also the AHL side of this, right? Is the AHL, you could opt in, opt out, you could play, you couldn't play. Um, What do you, you want to kind of give everyone, level set everybody about like what happened in the NHL and what happened in the AHL? So the NHL has a much different issue than the NBA, uh, one being that they have way more Canadian teams and you can't cross the border. So they have six Canadian teams who have to play in a said, quote-unquote, Canadian division for the foreseeable future. <laughs> well, I guess they'll cross that bridge in playoffs. Hopefully everyone's vaccinated by then. You're right. So they're kicking off their season January 13th, like a week from today, I think. Um, 53 games, I believe, is what they're playing. With, like, no off days. They're, like, cruising. There go. I mean, because th- there is – but here's the crazy part – there is some teams 
like my favorite, the Devils, haven't played since March. That's crazy. They haven't played. Or January. Year. Like they haven't played since March. So like they they haven't played. Like they have been literally all, the AHL shut down. Like the AHL that we'll talk about too. So like a lot of teams who didn't make the playoffs and almost everyone made the playoffs last year because yeah, they expanded right. it. But the teams the who didn't haven't played since March. So they're coming back. It's like, like the I NBA teams who didn't play in the bubble. Exactly. Right. So, but they came back earlier, right? The NBA, like I, the other, when the NBA started, I blinked. I was like, wait, the NBA is playing regular right. season games. I had no idea. Um, also big shout out to USA. They won the, they beat Canada last night in the world juniors championship to nothing. It was a matter of time before it became better than Canada than everything. So we've we have some good Canadian listeners. So we do, but Hey, you know, uh, my grandmother was Canadian. I can say those things. It's um, Amy's Canadian. Hey, they, uh, my grandmother's from Toronto. Um, um, I could say those things about my brother and, hey. um, they do have their bacon's probably Canadian bacon. I don't know. Eh. Um, anyways, so NHL is fired up. They're playing fifty-two or fifty-three games, whatever it is, starts next week. But the AHL, uh, my former league as well, three teams opted out. Right, Springfield uh, is one of them, right? Springfield, Charlotte, and Milwaukee. Don't ask me why. I don't. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> There's the rhyme or reasons why those three are the ones that did it. And then the Canadian teams are going to play up in Canada. Same issue. But then a lot of the teams down here, like the Providence Bruins, are playing in Marlboro. Like, right. Mar- like and a, for the Marlboro is forty rink. minutes from. It's like ice hockey. It's a youth hockey ice rink that's got a facilities that are for big tournaments. Around, yeah, and that Marlboro around. one has what six or eight sheets. Yeah, of it's ice. gigantic. Uh, fun fun fact. Uh, I ice guarded there when I was in college. Was that a fun fact or was that just a fact? That was fun. Shut up. Anyway, it's that kind of rink. <laughs> so the like the Devils are playing in, in Newark, yeah, down in their their building. So there's no fans, right? So they're just – I think the NHL – I don't know what the deal is. I'm sure the NHL – and the NHL – different like the than the taxi squad in, the, uh, in baseball. But the difference between the NHL and the MLB with the minor leagues is the, major, the majority now of NHL teams own their AHL franchises. Uh, right. So, from a financial perspective, the tickets really don't matter, quite frankly. Um, it, it helps offset costs, but they need their prospects to play. Like, there's no, there's no way around it. Like, you need the people to play. So, like, they, they, if they go play at quote-unquote games, which will be closed scrimmages in essence, that's still going to get as much beneficial for them as these people who aren't playing. So, the financial model for the AHL is very different than the minor league baseball, obviously even more so since the, all the changes you guys just went through. But um, it's it's unfortunate, though, for the people who work in the business, right? We always talk about sports business. There's no tickets. There's no sponsorships. There's no there's revenue. There's no sponsorships. There's no revenue. There's All no costs. Staff. There's no staff. Like, these people aren't keeping their jobs. Um, it's all cost. It's all cost. It's travel. It's It's the COVID testing. It's all the protocols you need to put in place to keep the players safe. And they've minimized travel as much as they could. Like, they shrunk the divisions. They've, everyone's just going to play each other 25 times, it seems like. Um, yeah, right. But they don't – the NHL's viewpoint is, like, we, we just want them to play. Like, the league itself is kind of taking a back burner to this because they just need games. The, the, you're not going to look at the end of the season and be like, there's a real champion? Because how – could you? I'd be wondering <laughs> if those teams that, uh, that you just said – how the opted out? I wonder if they were all they're privately, privately owned. owned teams. They are. They are. They, so that is that's that's a good de- deduction by you, uh, Watson. <laughs> uh, sure. So 
<laughs> they are those three are privately owned. Uh, Springfield, Charlotte, and Milwaukee. So what are those are guys going to do? Like, who's Springfield associated with? Oh, I forget now. They've, they changed. They the changed. HL changed. I don't know. So Milwaukee much. or is they a Blackhawks affiliate or something? Chicago used to be Chicago's. Charlotte right. was fighting. They were fighting with the Panthers. I forget who they are for the way it was. Um, so, but I guess just say that. For I don't argument's know. sake, I, that I don't know what the Panthers or whoever lost their affiliate is like. What are their do? players? Could do? be. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I didn't. I don't know that answer. I didn't look enough deep into it. But um, I know the president of Springfield pretty well. He, um, Nate Costa. So yeah. I haven't. I haven't reached out to him to see what. Let's get him he, on the podcast. He's got nothing else to do. I'm sorry, Nate. And he um, um, and they, uh, they do a ton of Springfield College interns. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's got the the pipe right there. So, yeah, right. yeah no. But here's the here's 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 the upside for you listeners out there, the fact that these staffs just got rocked, similar to minor league baseball. 2021 is going to look 2021 2022 season gonna look a lot better. You, knock on wood. Um, Can't look any there's worse. Gonna, there's going to be jobs, and positioning yourself to be ready for those jobs when they come up is what you should be focused on right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just find it interesting in these uh, situations of like, you know, the P Bruins, Province Bruins, they couldn't play in the Dunkin' Donuts Center where they play most of their games because Dunkin' Donuts Center is a field hospital. Well, not even just that. Here's the other thing, like the cost to put turn that building on. Oh, man, it's... It, it, it's it doesn't make sense. Does like, it? if you're not going to have fans, like, why would you pay to have that building operating? You just go play in it. Literally, they just need a sheet of ice. That's not going to get their players yeah, 20 sheet, ACLs. Sheet, sheet, yeah, they need a sheet of ice and a place to change. Yeah. A good quality sheet of ice where they're not going to be, like, they're playing in a rinky-dink ice that's got bumps all over the place where they're tripping over themselves and the ice is good. That's all they need. Got to have good ice. Gotta have good ice. We, there's an ice guru out there. What the hell's his name? Oh, I just blanked. He's like in charge of the ice of the NHL for all the winter games. Like, oh and, really? And, oh yeah. He's like a. He's like a. It's like a thing. I can imagine. So when we moved to when we moved to when we moved to Albany, we were having some ice issues with the building. The building just wasn't up to par. And like we flew him in and was like, teach these people how to make good ice. <laughs> it was like really. Oh yeah, the water temperature needs to be like 125 degrees in the zamboni. It has to, like there's all science. It's, I mean science right it's physics it's ice so like there's a real thing with that and then he's like the guy that makes sure the ice is good quality for all the outdoor games how the hell did you become the how like how did hell did he become the ice guru uh, he's probably canadian I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> i played on ponds a lot when i was uh, yeah what's I don't, that guy's why <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he, but he figured it out he figured it out good for Damn, him. what the hell's his name oh it'll come to me of course uh, my brain's not functioning yet uh for 2021 but yeah, so the NHL's simple. back, NBA's back, college football quasi made it through a season. Half like fifteen I, bowl games canceled. I have to give it to the uh, NFL for the most part. They did a pretty good job. Well, the Browns don't have a coach this weekend. I know so those Steelers. That's yes, Monday, uh, uh, Sunday night, eight fifteen game. My Giants will be sitting at home watching. How pissed were you when they took out Jalen Hurts? Oh, so here's the thing. I apparently like the Eagles players are like gonna. They should. They want to kill him. They should be because look, the giant. I not even as a giant. Like the Giants have no business being the play. They were six and ten. Like they can't be that mad. Even John Mara, the owner today, says like we can't be angry about. It. We're six and ten. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah, Plain right. and simple. 
But you don't take out the quarter. Like, they went for it on fourth and goal from the four, and then they took out their quarterback for the third string in the fourth quarter in a three-point game. Like, you, what are you doing? It, what you are know, you doing? The, the you're in the business to win football games, whether yes. you're oh, and you know, it's like the Jets fans being pissed off that they won. Right? I like, know why the fans are pissed off, but the players don't care. No, of course. Their job is to win, right? The yes. coaches' jobs are to win. They don't care about Trevor Lawrence. No, you care about the 53 guys that you have there yes. in, in the in the locker room, whether it's 53 it guys bad. playing a football team or 25 guys on a baseball team. Um, you you just they're in there to they're in there to win. And for a head coach to be like, nope, that's not important. His first two plays was one was a pick uh, interception that he threw up twenty five yards over the player's head, and the next play he got they got the ball back, and they he fumbled the snap, and they so the Eagles again the Eagles players played hard like the game right. was, the Washington had to win because they're game. professionals that's what they do right, right. did you hear JJ Watts thing yeah it was yeah. like what are you gonna do it's like I'm gonna show up and be a professional and do yeah. all this it's like yes do that and. He, Yes, no, that was bad. I, I, not even as a Giants fan, because honestly, the Giants—they're six and ten. You, I can't be like, oh, this is—they screwed the Giants. It was just—it was bad. And everyone, and the people that I think what the people had the most problem with it was the NFL went through so much to get through the season, right? The, the right. issues, figuring it out, to end it like that on national television oh, was just horrid. just bad. But hey, playoffs start. We have more playoff games this year, right. so that'll be something. Three games each day, which. Gives us something to do on the weekend. Um, Who do you have in the Super Bowl? <sighs> Chiefs. The Chiefs will beat the Bills. The Bills just they're probably a year away. Oh, I I got Packers Bills. I, I love the, the Steelers. Think, Don't get me wrong. I'm rooting the for Steelers the Steelers. Got no shot. They got no shot. I don't know. They're about going the no. wrong way. The, the momentum's going the wrong way for that. For that uh, team. Yeah, maybe. I think they're going the they wrong. They could way. also lose to the first round with the coachless Browns, and it wouldn't surprise me. Uh no, the Browns. Will, the, the Browns always find a way to Browns. Like the Browns, this 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 is the most Browns. Steelers thing almost beat them with the, backups. The, the Browns finally get in the playoffs, and their coach can't even be there. Right. So like, just the Browns. And I, I'll go. I'll go Chiefs Packers. Chiefs Packers. I think. Uh, I don't know. I, there's I, always. I, a I would love to watch there. that. I would love to watch that. Chiefs Packers would be a great Super Bowl. That'd be a good Super Bowl. I hope the Bills make it. I hope the, those Bills would, fans are crazy. I I do. I would. I'd be okay with the Bills. They're fun. Um, I just think they're probably a year away. Like they don't have they have they don't have experience, right? And that that matters. Like you go up against Mahomes. Seahawks would be a tough out too. Think about the Chiefs. The Chiefs went to the AFC Championship against Brady two years ago. Yeah. Almost won. Didn't quite get there. Learned how to win. Went back next year. Do you think that learn how to win is exactly yes. it, in, or do you think in, it was a perfect pass by? Uh, Brady to Gronk over the shoulder that was there. I always think nope. that learn how to win is crap. No, no, I think I think in the playoffs, when you're especially when you're young and Josh Allen's young, there's a there's just it's, it's just it's different. It I think it matters. There's very few guys. Roethlisberger in this, went in the Super Bowl and won in 2005. His, de- his, de- his defense won. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He almost lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, in that his defense. His defense won that game. Hines the Woods was the only touchdown pass. Yeah, exactly. The, and the Bills don't have that defense. They don't have that defense. Uh, he caught the touchdown pass from, uh, I forget who the hell, uh, Antoine Randall-L. Antoine Randall-L. Antoine randall He threw the touchdown pass to Hines Ward. And not Big Ben, right. So, like, what did Big Ben really do? He just stayed out of the way. Barely. But, uh, I'd say that the Bills are a year away. You think so? Um, yeah, I don't think they're I, – I, I mean, they could, like, they're good enough, but I don't – I just – I think it's tough. I don't think the Titans can do. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I think it's either Bills or Chiefs. I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, the 
Chiefs went 15 and 1, so it's not like a and they're the Super Bowl champs, and they have the best player in the NFL. So, like, right, exactly. They're tough to stop, and especially in Kansas City. All the games are in Kansas City too. They have home field advantage. Not that right. there's any fans, but anyway. Look uh, at us being fans of uh, of I sports, would, huh? You know, so I will say this though i I am rooting for the Washington football team. Oh, because of Alex Smith? No, nothing to do with Alex Smith. Why? I, Alex Smith. Alex Smith might lose. So, Alex Smith literally doesn't have a shin. I, 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 I fear for Alex Smith being on a football field. Quite frankly, why are man, you rooting for the Washington? Because football I don't team? want Antonio Brown to win anything. Oh, uh, I can. Underst- that, I can understand. The fact that he's in the league is disgusting, and I just don't he's want a him. Horrible, to win. horrible person. Horrible human being. Horrible, horrible human being. They. Uh, I don't care about the Brady thing. Like I, Brady wins twenty five, like, whatever. I don't care. I don't want Antonio Brown to win. Yeah. I don't want him to be a Super Bowl champion. They, uh, I can get, I, I can get behind that. As a Steelers fan, I'm sure you can get behind the, um, the Washington football team. They, if you go to our boy Dan Lust, uh, well, he is, Twitter he is t- page, he is, a, he is attacking. You can learn some stuff, right? What is it at Sports Law Lust? One of our yep. great uh, guests that we've had twice, um, and le- learn about what's going on. There is, that could be a movie. That I would not uh, watch. If you said it was a documentary, was like, a documentary, well, I might watch well, it. It would have to be a documentary. But yeah, no, it's it's crazy town. I'm not even crazy getting into it because it's just it seems par for the course for that franchise. Quite frankly, I, that's why I don't want. I, I can't root. I can't root for them. But I'd anyway. I'd, I'd prefer them over. Though I love the Alex Smith. Story. I don't want them to win the Super Bowl. I just don't want. I would I'll be okay with them beating. I I, I like the Alex Smith story. I do. They, have, they, they, they should no rename shot. Comeback Player of the Year the Alex Smith they Award. Have no chance. No, I fine, but they still. I know the Alex no. Smith thing where no, he almost no, died. That, no, it's a, no, literally, it's a great. Um, I, that's why I, I fear for him being on a football field. Like, is it safe? I don't know. I don't. Uh, that's not my call. Someone else he doesn't have a shin. He doesn't have a shin. He literally doesn't have a shin. So like, if he gets a hit in the leg, you're like, Ooh. I don't know. But anyway. Well, it was good to uh, good to welcome catch... back. Welcome back. Well, that May song. You remember that May song? I do. Welcome back. Welcome back. Speaking welcome of back. Dr. Dre. Oh, tough, right? He's back home though. I thought. Is he? I saw last I night so. that uh, he had. The... He was in the eye. Aneurysm. Guy got a brain aneurysm, and they robbed him while he was in the hospital. Wait, did you see what? That? I they did broke not into hear his that. Ho- They broke into his house while he was in the hospital, and then the, they they got they caught the people, but they were robbing him while he was in the hospital. Unbelievable! Imagine messing with Dre world right now, <laughs> Doctor Dre, man. Yeah, Doctor. By the way, uh, Doctor Dre, his first was his first album, The Chronic, had the marijuana yep. leaf on it, right? The black yep. one with the marijuana leaf, one of the great albums of all time. Yep. So I it was like in seventh grade when that came out, probably seventh. Yeah, we were probably yeah. seventh eighth grade yeah, right when that came yeah, out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Parental advisory, all that good yep. stuff on it. So right when this, that's when that first started. So what was the uh, company that you could buy CDs for a penny? Uh, Columbia Records. Columbia Records. So I ordered that CD through Columbia Records. And your mom saw it. And then my mom's like, oh, let's see what CDs you got. And it's like Pearl Jam, Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, and then it was like, what's this one with the marijuana leaf on it? <laughs> it was like. That would be the good doctor. I was like, uh, uh. Uh, and she's like, nope. And just like <laughs> threw it away. And, and this it, is before the internet. So you can go download it. Either. It's nothing. It was like, CD. he's just, yep. you know, shocked. But anyway, yeah. Do you my, like that one? Do you like that one or the new Chronic, the Chronic 2001 better? Oh no, the new one. The, oh, the old one. 
The old one? Of course. I, I'm always going to root for the old one. The new one was really good, though. It was great. Dr. Dre's one of the I, greats of all time. Like, maybe oh the God. great. The movie, the, movie, the movie that you should watch yeah. is Straight Outta Compton. I could, uh, maybe. Yeah, I it's quasi-documentary. I'd call it that. It's, it's, it was, a, it was, a, it was the way better than I ever anticipated. Let's put it that way. Dr. Dre, what, found uh, Eminem and they, they came up together when no one thought Eminem was Snoop? any good. Right? Snoop? Jesus. You, you gotta watch, you gotta watch Straight Outta Compton. No. As I feel a, like it's two, it's, it's, it's two maybe. and a half hours. I got a lot of time on my hands this weekend. We'll see. All right. No, there's four, there's six football games on. Oh, there's six football games. I don't have a lot of time on, <laughs> on my hands this weekend. All right. All righty. Well, on to on to 2022. Here we go. Or oh, 21. <laughs> no, we're on to 2022. We're moving. We're you moving already on. you already passed it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll see you next year. All right. All right. I'll see you later. Later. Yeah. Bye.